This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Political Mayhem Show. I am Benjamin C. Steele, joined as always by Old School Burt Legrand, where we bring the world of professional wrestling and politics into one because the two have a great correlation. Uh, old school, Mr. Burt, Mr. Legrand, if you will. How are you doing this evening? Doing all right, my friend. How about yourself? I am always tremendous. Can it is lovely, uh, freezing cold Pittsburgh, and tomorrow or two days from now it will be warm. ridiculously warm. warmer. Can you believe they wanted us back after the first time? Absolutely, they should. We we do appreciate the response that we've gotten. Indeed. We, we do have, uh, we will be putting together uh, somewhat of a plan for guests and such of that yes. nature. Still to getting our feet under the, us. The first uh, time was just riffing. And, yes. and, and we, we have the base concept, as you, as you expressed earlier. And, and the riffing was fun, but for success, you need structure. That's and true. I think that's what we're going to go for uh, moving forward. That's true. That's the goal anyway. We'll, yes. We'll see how yes. well that In works. In theory, the goal. <laughs> that is, that is always course. the theory. Uh, maybe sometimes better in design than execution. Right, but. right. But uh, we can just get right into it this week. Sure thing. We, we kind of brought it up before about professional wrestlers and the personalities that are actually in the world of politics. And there are a number. Some yes. surprising, actually. A few, when I was doing my research, I looked at a few. I'm like, oh, they ran? that that They were involved in this? That <laughs> blows my mind. So just to kind of talk uh, about that, I think we can just kind of spitfire back and forth sure of different guys that have or girls that have gone that route. Right, right. And the first one... Obviously, because he is probably the most famous one, the most prominent one that has been involved with professional wrestling, uh, runs a little country called the United States of America. That's right. Uh, Hall of Famer, WWE Hall of Famer. WWE Hall of Famer. Once um, managed Bobby Lashley, I guess you would say. Seconded, maybe. Seconded, yes. Uh, He was a valet for the evening, I guess you could say. Actually got physically involved. The only time I was ever in the room with the president. I can't say that enough. (laughs) So that would be Donald J. Trump for anybody yes. who wasn't aware. President of the United States. <laughs> who doesn't States. know who the president yeah. is. Or, if you or, have, or who wants to forget. or if, who. <laughs> if you've been living under a rock and maybe don't have any social media, the man does tweet. So, yes. um, but yeah, actually competed in WrestleMania 23. Yes. And it, it, uh, also WrestleMania 4 and 5 were at the Trump Casino in Atlantic City. He promoted it very heavily in addition to the uh, boxing he promoted at the time as well. So he was very, very much attuned to the... Uh, to the uh, the ways of pro wrestling, and that's I mean, for me anyway. When we first were presented with this concept, that's what sort of spurred me on to this because, you know, like you said, it starts at the top. The most powerful person in the free world has a connection to professional wrestling and a deep one, which is very very scary. I, yes. I would imagine he's the only only president currently or or leader currently that has ties to professional wrestling. I would as think far so. as supreme leader. I would think so, yes. There are others in politics that do have ties to that, which I'm sure we'll get into. But um, something that you actually touched upon before, and and I'll let you expound on that here, is that Donald Trump plays the heel in his role. He very much plays the heel. And and if you not, you know, this is not a personal critique of Donald Trump in terms of whether or not I think he's evil. I don't think he's evil. But... He plays the heel as masterfully as anybody in America. He's playing the heel role in his role as president. He's working heel. And a lot of times I will go back and forth with my more liberal friends. I'm, I'm in the middle. This is not a political show by any means. But I go back and forth with my liberal friends a lot. And they wring their hands. And they're 
a lot of anguish about Trump. Oh, he's the he's the worst. He's the devil. Blah blah blah. If you take into account he's working heel, which requires an, an added explanation of what working heel is. That's true. If you take into account that he's working heel, it puts a lot of what he does, what he tweets, how he acts, what he says in perspective. That's true. It, especially with some of the basic structure of a heel, which we've covered, which we yes. obviously know something about, uh, lie. And then yep. when you get called out or questioned on your lie, you say you didn't say that or 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 pivots or, or, or what about ism yep what about this what about that that type of thing so that uh definitely i will say a a tennessee southern heel yes because there are people that really really feel strongly one way or another about uh said or, heel or rick flair like yes the, the rick flair the the rich elitist heel i'm better than you and I'm going to stay better than you, and you want to you want to be me because I am rich, I am powerful. You want to be me, that kind of heel. That is true, and yeah. maybe this is setting up for uh, the next WrestleMania, or or maybe after the the presidency. Thing. That's right. Yes, <laughs> runs Priorities. its course. Although at this point, I would not put it past him. But you know, I, I think with where we are in politics, and, and maybe even some ways in wrestling, would anything surprise you? No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Maybe yeah. we'll have you know uh, Barack Obama. Uh, manage somebody against, uh, well, I'd say John McCain, but John McCain was against UFC. I'm guessing he's not a huge no. professional wrestling fan. Although I do have flashbacks to the promos they cut before well, the 2008 election. That's a, that's another good point. I didn't even think about that. They were actually on Raw. All three of them. At, at the time, Wait, Obama true. and Hillary, because the Democratic race was still relatively close. Uh, Obama was Hillrod. Or Obama was, do you smell Barack is cooking? Hillary was Hillrod. Who specifically, completely randomly <laughs> called out Randy Orton in her in her promo? Well, I think because he was the hot heel at the time. I think that is extreme uh, booking to where in about three years they're going to actually have a blow off. I it's think it's going to so. be hell in a cell. I think so. Hillary might be seventy up at that point, so maybe she's past her prime. But, but that's uh, that's perfectly okay at this point. And and McCain, who of the three in a walk, cut the best promo. That I will say. If if I'm sure that he actually gained supporters just from that promo, I think so. He I remember did. specifically because obviously Barack Obama, known as a, a very good public speaker, yes. I think McCain won that night. If McCain could have channeled that, it he might could've. have been a, a different race. He very much forward. could have. Yes, uh, there is another individual who rose to some success politically, not obviously at president. His name has been thrown around there. I don't know if he would seriously entertain it. He said that maybe, possibly, could be. But he was uh, mayor of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, yep. governor of Minnesota. Uh, you you may also know him. It sounds like a Simpsons reference. You may also remember him <laughs> from, uh, he was in WCW, yep. he was in WWF, he was in WWWF for, yep. for older fans, and yep. that would be Jesse the Body Ventura. And AWA as well. Th that's true. And uh, yes, and I think that was the one, he was the one who put the idea of wrestlers can do things on the map. Because he was also a, a, a established actor in the Schwarzenegger movies and Predator and The Running Man. So, I mean, he had a lot on his plate outside of the world of wrestling. And I think it was a real shock to the system when he won the governorship of Minnesota as an independent candidate. It, it's really odd, too, because he started uh, he started in the Reform Party, and the Reform Party kind of broke off, and then he became an independent and still had support from both sides yep. of, of voters and was... As he stated, he was different from the establishment, which yep. can be a key in in politics and in wrestling. 
Yeah, especially with a relatively quirky state like Minnesota, has always been politically. Very much. It's always been up there. I mean, you know, recently, of course, now in the process of leaving, Senator Al Franken, of all people. But that state has always done its own thing in terms of politics. And I think the election of Jesse Ventura as governor in 1998 was is probably the pinnacle of that reputation. Yeah. And I think he may be the only politician to be actively involved in a match. Yeah, Summer, SummerSlam 99. Which, which was really weird because uh, take... Uh, judging from Pennsylvania politics, I don't think we were going to ever see Ed Rendell no. uh, refing a match at, say, a local Pittsburgh Independent or, Wrestling Or Tom company. Wolf. I know Paduta's made some appearances at, That's uh, true, yeah. at uh, a couple places. And, That's and true. locally, Jumbo Johnny DeFazio. That's also, that's also a good point. Yep. So, so the political wrestling structure runs deep in Pittsburgh. It really does. So that's why this is the perfect place for it, <laughs> as we uh, slowly put ourselves over more and more <laughs> going <laughs> that's forward. Right. <laughs> Time for self-promotion now. and uh, No, but uh, I think, you know, and, and of course, we talked about Trump, his cabinet. Look no further than the uh, head of the SBA, Small Business Administration, the one and only uh, former, former what, CEO? C- what was her uh, role? CEO and president. The president, uh, eventually. Of the uh, World, Wrestling, uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, Linda McMahon. That is true. Is a member of Trump's cabinet in good standing. After, as I put on my I shirt. I love that shirt. I Lin- love that shirt. Linda 2016, <laughs> third time's the charm. Thank you to Barbershop Window. For I that. was going to say, that is definitely, yeah, it's one of those, yeah, the, the gimmick shirts. And that, that's <laughs> yeah. a good, that's a very, that's a funny shirt. Yeah. I saw that when but, I walked in. But she did go that route. She attempted to be a senator in Twice. Connecticut. Two, yep. two rounds. Didn't. Obviously didn't win that, but nope. did get a, a political position, you know, through that. Uh, interesting that she is on the business side of it. WWE obviously is a business. Yes. Not so much a small business, maybe back, say, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Absolutely. Was, was, yeah. And more at, the time, at the time, it was more regional, and, and it, it grew into a business. How much of that Linda had thing to do with that, as opposed to Vince? True. Yeah, you know, I mean, Linda obviously, obviously ran the back end of things, and of course was very active in that role. But, but still, it was it's it's a position that validates the connection between wrestling and politics to an extent. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's weird to say that that politics can be validated through professional wrestling and vice versa. Yes, uh, it, it goes to show you that not everybody in professional wrestling, for somebody who may be listening to this or watching us live and thinking. Uh, well, wrestlers are just a bunch of big dumb animals. <laughs> Some of them uh, aren't. Yes, there are, there are very few. Uh, <laughs> yes, that aren't. Yes, <laughs> but no, there there are wrestlers <laughs> that are that are intelligent that that can talk to you about a variety of subjects that can get into politics, which, as we both know, is a very very hard avenue to understand and to quite frankly cut through all the BS to figure out what exactly is the 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 thing we're talking about. And one of the things that I think is is very key to it because. You almost have to work both rooms. You have to have a lot of charisma. Yes. You have to have a lot of charisma. You have to be able to uh, speak extemporaneously to the point where in wrestling, when you cut a promo and you're in the middle of the ring and you cut a promo or work a match, you have to do what you need to do to gain a specific reaction from the audience. Absolutely. If you're working heel, you need to do the heel things that you need to do to get them to boo you and vice versa when you're working babyface. You need to do what they need to, what you need to do to get people to cheer you. Politics is the same way. You have to get people to react. If you get people sitting on your hands in a match and they're not reacting to you, it could be a very long, arduous affair. That's true. If you're getting people to sit on your hands in politics, they're not voting. That's true. For you or your opponent, but they're not active. 
you need to stir that emotion in wrestling just as you do politics and there can be that that weird thing where you're almost taking an entire group say for the sake of argument Hmm. obviously we're we're not going to one side or the other but say we have a republican and he's making the democrats the heel and the democrat is making the republicans the heel as is their want right and the people that you support you almost feel like you're the baby face trying to rise so getting them invested getting them to not only spend their time but their money and that's crucial in wrestling and politics right absolutely now when i was looking something up for this i knew one i knew these two facts but i didn't quite know the extent of it uh, Antonio Inoki and Great Sasuke also got into politics. I knew Inoki did. I did not know yes. Sasuke. Uh, I knew uh, Antonio Inoki was the uh, Japanese House of Councils. Uh, actually used his his stature to the 1994 Peace Festival. Uh, I believe really? it was. Yeah, I believe it was him and Ric Flair. Bischoff has mentioned it in his book. Uh, it was in a few other books. I don't remember the specifics of it, but sure, that was through his political power, so really? to speak, in wrestling and politics. And the Great Sasuke, which is very interesting. Uh, the 2003, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation here, the Awadi Prefectural Academy. And essentially what they do is approve budget, uh, vet, and approve uh, governmental nominees. But what's interesting was he actually wore his mask in office. And he started off with his normal mask that he was in the ring. Sure. And it changed because they needed a mask that would show more facial features, more facial recognition, things like right. that. That's what you vote for. Yeah. You vote for the face. Exactly. <laughs> so imagine to, to make that to today, imagine if Kalisto or Sin Cara or, you know, Ray Mysterio, oh, right, right. Ray so, Mysterio vo- gets voted into a governor and he's giving a speech in his mask. Sure. And, and that's, and that's from a culture. And of course you mentioned Lucha's when, when you, when you say that that's from a culture, Sasuke is included where that sort of thing is more accepted. I mean, you think of El Santo. Exactly. Right? I mean, it, it, they come from cultures where the mask is a part of what you do. It's part of your face. Exactly. And it, it was really weird when I saw that, just the idea. And there are pictures online, if anybody wants to sure. to Google that, of Sasuke speaking in his mask, in a suit, but in his mask. And yep. it's, it, I don't think you would see Jesse Ventura in his tights. No. Uh, I don't think... <laughs> uh, you know, there are other ones that, that you have mentioned previously about uh, Glenn Jacobs' cane. Right. From, I don't think he would be with the hair, with the mask, choke slamming his opponents. So. No. And, and if, if you have to, you know, I know Glenn Jacobs, of course, running for uh, mayor of a, a town in Tennessee. You know, I know in his, in his, uh, in, in the graphic for the, the signs and the, and the stickers and the posters, there's a flame. Which is, of course, a, a semi-knowing, subconscious nod to yeah. his wrestling career and gimmick, and uh, you know there have been other wrestlers who tried as well, and I think that's where the charisma bridge comes through, where uh, you know Lawler's tried, Booker T has tried, uh, to, in different capacities, and where it almost seems like a very natural fit because they may not know anything about politics, and and of course our current president has sort of eliminated the bar for being qualified as a politician, but you know there's a charisma there. You don't you don't know what Jerry Lawler knows about politics, but you know he can talk because you've seen him on TV for years and years. That's so true. you can almost assume and take it to the current day. I mean, who is one of the main people that people are talking about for 2020 as a lark? But Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, yeah. So I mean, just because they can talk and cut a promo, you know, does that translate to wrestling? Charisma, you know, yes, they have charisma in spades. Yeah, absolutely, and I think. And Dwayne Johnson comes off as very likable across yes. both sides of the aisle. Now, 
you mentioned about obviously Kane attempted to, Jerry Lawler attempted to, yep. Rhino attempted to. <clears throat> yes, that's right. Initially. Rhino actually won his uh, his party nomination, Republican nomination, but he lost the vote by I think almost fifty percent. Right. Something that I looked up, and I only say I looked this up because I don't want people thinking I knew this. Oh, you've done uh, your homework. You want, you want people to know you've done your homework. Yes, I don't want people to think that. Ah, well, you know, I was your spouting opinion. You're the one with notes. <laughs> I've looked this up. And that, it, you would be surprised. Like and gallant. You would be surprised what happens when your uh, your system shut down and you have nothing to do but search the internet. Ah, yes, I would do it. Yes. Yeah. So I don't want anybody to think my that, system uh, did not shut down in my office today. <laughs> if anybody's watching, we well, know if you fine. Pour, if you pour water on the uh, the keyboard, that'll happen. It helps. <laughs> yeah, right. If you spill but, it, the lariat. Imagine living in Romeoville, Illinois. Okay. And seeing an ad for a potential mayor candidate of Steve Mongo McMichael. Well then, uh, ran for mayor. Lost for he only got, but he did get forty percent of the vote. Sure. So <clears throat> when you think about Steve Mongo McMichael, the only th- I know him from f- watching football, football games, but what I mainly know him from is WCW, of course, Four Horsemen, U.S. Champion, Pepe, Pepe, <laughs> Pepe, <laughs> saying stuff that to this day I couldn't tell you a single <laughs> promo or single thing he said on commentary that I understood. No, but it it's kind of falls into Warrior. I just okay, he said stuff, so I kind of like that. Ultimate Warrior for anybody who's listening that wants to google that uh, his interviews yes but a, a guy that you wouldn't expect to run for public office no but using his celebrity especially in the illinois area played for chicago for years right could have used that and maybe if he were to do that at this day and age if he were still you know had that same popularity could go down that route as not only being wcw u.s champion but mayor of romeoville illinois that'd be quite the resume yeah and if somebody is listening from romeoville Illinois, you can feel free to contact us. Uh, <laughs> fill, fill us in. How did that? How did that go? Is it, it, it? It must be surreal to be in one of those towns. To especially if you're a wrestling fan, it's one thing for us here, sitting here in Pittsburgh, to to see these from afar. But if you're in one of these towns where where a wrestler is making active run at pol- political office, I would say it's one of those things where uh, you and I have worked. At, well delve into wrestling for just a second yes. working with Corey graves yes since, indeed. since he started yes seeing somebody at that level of to where they're at seeing them grow into that role i think right. it would be a similar to that to where you see a guy on tv for so long you feel like you know them so well and oh, then you sure. see them in a role that you never expected or the odds were against them and you kind of look at that and go huh not sure how i feel about this like it's happening <laughs> but it's almost surreal right you don't um, picture you you want to you want it to happen but it just it, it looks off yeah i don't want to say that i'm trying to think of a way to segue into this i don't want to say that this would be off mm-hmm. because if you've seen him recently it's a, it's that makes sense but sure. rick steiner yes uh, was also in politics yes unique because he was a school board member member for cherokee county school district right and he was actually disqualified from the 2006 primary because he used the name Rick Steiner. Right. Not Rex Steiner, which I believe is which his is, last name. His real name is Rex Steiner, R-E-C-H Steiner. His name that everybody knows would be the more popular name is Rick, R-I-C-K, Steiner. Two words. Exactly. Which, kind of interesting to where that, that whole name came from now knowing right. that. But he actually won because... 
you need so many signatures to, to get on that. He didn't get their signatures, but he ran unopposed as a write-in candidate, and he ended up winning. <laughs> now, the question I throw to you, yes. uh, do you think if, instead of Dwayne Johnson, you just saw flyers that said The Rock for president, or Booker T for president, or Mongo for president, or right. or even Rhino for, pre- right, uh, for, right. for whatever, do you think that that helps or hurts an opponent if he is stepping out and saying, that was the character I played, this is the guy that I am? I think I think they have to do that for one. I know when when Rhino ran, he ran as Terry Garen. Yeah, and you know, Dwayne Johnson. I think now, you know, I think now at this point it, in 2018, Dwayne Johnson is more famous than The Rock. Yes, it, with it, with it, acting it, absolutely. And, and, and yeah. the hybrid is, of course, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, which is what a lot of people yeah. call him, just to bridge the gap. But I think right now, Dwayne Johnson's more famous than The Rock. I would agree with it, especially, you know, the, the movie franchises that have come out. He's kind of <laughs> taken a weird Jesse Ventura role, too. Yes. He, he had gone, that was a, a good point you made where wrestling and he went into movies. Right. So he went from a small niche of entertainment to everybody knows who he is. And I think Dwayne Johnson has done it bigger than than any wrestler that's gone, obviously. Roddy Piper or, oh, yeah. or Jesse Ventura or Hulk Hogan. No disrespect to fans of Mr. Nanny and Suburban <laughs> Commando. Um but just he done it on a global scale. I mean, he almost, I guess you could say he's been successful at everything. He didn't make the oh. NFL, so you could argue football, but. Well, he still made, he still made the CFL. He still, yeah. he still played at the U. So. But far be it for me to knock Dwayne Johnson for uh, not for being in the anything. NFL. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that's very dubious. Yeah. That's small potatoes. You're, you're splitting hairs at that point. Exactly. Sir. And I, I'm sure when he listens to this, because as, he we, will. Know, he as will. we know, he's a huge fan of ours. Right. Uh, he's on there now, right? Sorg? He, he will. Pr- okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He is live. We're getting the thumbs up. Good. He, he is on his private Facebook account, and uh, yes. I'm sure filming one of his many movies. But when you when you go back to politics and professional wrestling, and I'm sure you've heard this analogy, Abe Lincoln. Yep. I can't think of a way to segue from The Rock to Abe Lincoln. I guess because they're both technically wrestlers. Yeah. I think Lincoln was kind of catches catch can, which developed how, into wrestling. How was his work rate? You was know, he was he more of a? I mean, it was tall guys. So it was called tall and lanky. I heard he was stiff. Yeah, you know, he'd lay them shots in that 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 hat he used to wear and that beard. Man, it was just he was he was like the Bruiser Brody of his. Time. I thought you were going to say too many headshots. Uh, well, oh. maybe I don't know, but <laughs> but yeah, the, the hat could get in the way. He wrestled Barris too, right? I think so. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, so I think there's you know the work rate. I, I questioned his work rate a little bit. I mean, was he? But you know, with his work that's rate, how, that's how Lincoln Douglas started. I mean, that's true. We we know them for the promos, but that's true. Before that, it was yeah. Well, that that's an actually an interesting point. Douglas, uh, the Lincoln Douglas debates were famous promos. because of the pr- yeah yeah. That, that's it what was, it was. It was you can have Lincoln Douglas and fast forward years later to a different genre, and you have Rock and Austin or Flair right. and this guy. I mean, when people talk about. Anything of entertainment or politics, it's all getting your message across. Yes. And guys like, I was going to say guys like Lincoln, because I used to hang out with him and of saw course. his promos. Right. Because I'm actually 170 years old. He Facebook Live a lot. He did. He did. He, did. he was yeah. MySpace Live. He really he, he was. Yeah. He was on the Yeah, cast. that's right. MySpace a little old school. I remember the Abe Lincoln Live Journal. That, that used right. to bring it back in the day. Showing my age, but... Um, <laughs> I think it started with an angel fire site, That's, right? Yes, angelfire.com slash PA slash Abe Lincoln. <laughs> the number IL slash Lincoln. The number four ever EVR. Uh, sign his guest book. Now I'm thinking of all the bad web pages I made in the late 90s. But it just it's, it's interesting because from Abe Lincoln to Donald Trump, 
two guys that have been president thus far. Yes. If this is reco- if this <clears throat> is viewed four or five years from now, we don't know what's going to happen. But to this point, two people that started off where essentially their job is to entertain the people and also come across as larger than life to an extent. Yes. And I think yep. in the case of Donald Trump, especially he did that without wrestling. He did that. I mean, he was in movies. Uh, Trump not only became a, a, a noun, but it became his name, but it became a noun and a verb and yep. a, and an adjective and its own it, thing. Right. He was, he was his own brand. He made his own brand. And you could throw in terms of cultural people who eventually made their way into politics. You could throw Reagan in there too. That's true too. Because he he was from the movies and went right into politics, and right. I think a lot of people, probably at the time, I was a little bit younger, so I don't I wasn't really on the culture at that point. I right. was more worried about not spilling my juice on myself. But actually, that's it. I was just I was just mad this loudmouth would take over all three channels whenever <laughs> he was talking. Now I'm gonna get back to like the Dukes of Hazard, but no, this guy was talking about important things about the world. And seven-year-old Bert was just sitting there, like, "Where? Like, come on! I want to watch my show." Right. I think three companies on. I think it must have been harder, like, because I remember when I was younger, we had like thirty, forty channels. If the president was on, you're watching the Weather Channel. That's it. So only, only. Yeah, I mean, those were those were the the rough days. These kids don't know how good they have it. (laughs) That'll be our next podcast. These kids don't know how good they have it. Mayhem, (laughs) where we just complain about people that are under thirty. Get off my lawn cast. <laughs> Get off my lawn cast. If uh, if John Deere would like to sponsor that, we <laughs> yes. can do a do a hybrid. Yes, exactly. But you know, we've covered we've covered Donald Trump, Jesse Ventura, Linda McMahon, Abe Lincoln, Antonio Noki, Great Sasuke, Steve McMichael, Booker T, Kane, Jerry Lawler, Rhino, Rick Steiner, and we haven't even covered the politicians in the wrestling business that aren't actually in politics. Right. That's a right. whole That's another horse of a show. different color. <laughs> uh, there's, there, there would be a, a long, long list of guys that, that politic to get a spot, but not necessarily a political spot. Right, right. Yes. So that, that's a whole horse of a different color. Maybe we could segue that on, a, on another episode. That, that, would, that would be more wrestling and probably bitterness and complaining. And <laughs> We'll save that for shoots. the Get Off My Lawn cast. That's right. <laughs> but it, it's also, and when you mentioned shoots, it, it, we can close on that because we're we're hitting our, our thirty minute. We're getting the red light. That's right. Uh, Tell us to the, take it the home. Iggy, yeah. the, the, the Iggy, or the or the uh, the guy brought down the uh, the the bottle of Mountain Dew is is some of the old places where that you couldn't see the light. Right. For anybody wondering when to when to end a match, you would get a, a signal or a hint and yep. anything from a light to a guy a flipping light, his pen, pen. The, the pen, yeah, the pen tapping yeah. the uh, head. The uh, so, uh, but sometimes. When people are going out there, and this is from wrestling, it, it's almost where you're seeing something where they're going off the cuff. We saw a lot of this with in this election. Oh, yes. Very much and so. And it ended up appealing. But to segue that to wrestling, you had a guy like Vince Russo that that's all he did. It wasn't in the structure storyline. It right. was, okay, all this stuff is real, but what about this other stuff? Right. And I think in wrestling where that can be bad because your your whole point is to make it look like essentially a, a show. Right, and you're going against that by saying this is real, but all that other stuff was fake. When you, if you do that enough in politics, I think you lose the trust of the people. Absolutely, do. I think to, we're, I think we're seeing that a lot now to a weird extent. And I both think, parties, as I absolutely agree. And I think if there were a time for a third party to rise up, which I don't think is going to happen, just the way it's set up. If there were a, a time, this would be the time with straight truth. And that's why we're happy to announce the uh, the Burt Legrand BC Steel Party. Yes, that's all one word. That's right. Uh, if anybody would like to join us, we are currently taking donations. And 
to prove how good we are, watch how we segue into this, at Polly Mayhem Show, P-O-L-I. That's good. Mayhem Show on the Twitter. See, I did that there. Uh, That's right. Uh, we will be co-presidents. I'll need to get my Twitter back active, I think. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to plug that, uh, you're... You're more. I don't than remember what it is. Oh. I think it's real OSBL. Yeah, it is real OSBL. I am. I guessed it right. At one SF podcast, that stands for One Step Forward Podcast, nice. and I will probably release an episode at some point in the next two years. Sure. Uh, Pace yourself, man. Pace yourself. I, I, that's true. You know, it's it's a, it's. I'm the turtle. I'm not the hare. Not okay. right. Slow and steady wins the race. That's right. Except in politics. I never finished that book, so I mean, I, I, I feel bad for the turtle. Yeah, you're not. I really do. Uh, the ending is a swerve. I mean, the hair really, the hair is whipping his butt. <laughs> he really does. And oh, that man. just goes to show you that sometimes. Well, he's just going finish that book. If you don't have your eye on the finish, then uh, you're going to get passed it by a turtle. Yeah. Which, uh, speaking of turtles, Mitch McConnell was on the news, but that's a whole other story. Oh. Uh, oh, now. <laughs> I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, there's certain politicians that look like turtles. Yeah. Yeah. And well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, the opinions of this represent only those of BC Steel, and opinions are not are like airplanes. As they go to the one shot, not even the two shot. Yeah, it's just all me. Like that's going to be my shot. Here we see BC Steel being, and it's just me, my shocked face. But in the meantime, obviously, we do want you to follow us on uh, polymayhemshow.com. Yes. at polymayhemshow on the Twitter, not dot com. Maybe there'll be a dot com. Yeah, maybe you yeah. never know. Uh, and contact us on Twitter if you have any questions, comments, concerns, emotional outbursts. Until then, I have been Benjamin C. Steele. I believe you are still old school Bertlegrand. I think so. I, I think nothing much has changed in that regard in the past half hour. And this has been the Political Mayhem Show. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.